1: Welcome to TMZ Live, Harvey Levin here. And Jason. So you folks know about Gypsy Rose Blanchard. This was a huge, huge murder case. Uh, she was sentenced to 10 years in prison for the murder of her mother. Um, you may recall the mother, who is Dee Dee Blanchard, um, tortured this girl. Tortured her. Um, apparently, Dee Dee had this disease. Munchausen's by proxy, where she would either hurt her little girl or would pretend that the little girl had a problem to gain sympathy. Right. And that's what she did here. She made uh, she made it appear that her daughter, uh, Gypsy Rose, had cancer.
2: Yeah, Munchausen's uh, a syndrome a lot of people suffer from where they usually harm themselves in order to get attention. In this case, Munchausen's by proxy is you harm somebody else, usually your child in order to get attention, that's what she
1: did here. She tied this kid down, it was horrific. Horrific stuff. Bottom line is um, the mother was murdered and uh, Gypsy spent seven years in prison. She is a free woman as of early this morning um, after serving seven years. Her then boyfriend is serving a life sentence uh, for his role in the murder. He's the
2: actual person who committed the actual murder itself. She conspired with him in order to set it all up.
1: So she has served her time, he is in prison for life. Um, and I gotta tell you, we got these pictures of her getting released and notice in the photographs, uh, there is a camera there. Um, and there is a camera there because she is already knee deep in another documentary. Um, remember there's one that was on Hulu that got a lot of attention. Well, she's shooting her own right now. She actually started shooting it while she was behind bars. Um, And the A&E cameras were rolling when uh, she was released from prison this morning.
0: Yeah, Yeah, this will be really interesting to see you guys. Uh, So this documentary is gonna come out in early January. So most
1: of it then, was shot behind
0: bars. Yes, exactly. A lot of it has already been filmed. um, And, you know, I I was told that Gypsy's marriage to Ryan also will be documented. We haven't talked
1: about that, so she married somebody.
0: In in these photos, you see her husband, Ryan, picking her up. She actually got married to this man about a year ago behind bars. He wasn't behind bars, he's he's a free man. Um, But now he's picking up his free woman. um, And they were at a hotel where Like you had mentioned, Harvey, a bunch of uh, camera crew was there as well. So it'll be really interesting to see all of this unfold. Um, But I was told that their marriage uh, that they had when... Gypsy was behind bars will be a part of the special and they will be revealing the wedding photos behind bars. How did they meet? I actually don't know, but I will say, you know, you can communicate with prisoners, um, through like a messaging email service. So of course, Gypsy has had a ton of fans. Look, you know, she is a controversial, controversial person. Some people feel, she doesn't deserve to have spent that much time behind bars because she was tortured by her mom, who was a cruel person. And and then you have, like, the flip side where some people say, no, no, she helped with this grisly murder of her mother, and she should be serving that time. But regardless what you think, a ton of people were always writing into Gypsy, um, and I'm sure he was probably one of them. Um, But, yeah, and anybody can talk to inmates behind bars. Oh,
1: yeah, no, no, I know they can talk to him. Generally, they don't marry him. (laughs)
0: <laughs> so. She actually was engaged uh, as well at one point to a different person, but that that fell through. But it's great to see that she has somebody that's her rock uh, since getting out of prison, which, by the way, I actually did speak with Gypsy myself, uh, you know, not that long ago. And she told me that the first thing she plans to do publicly um, when getting out of prison is she, she and Ryan have tickets to the Kansas City Chiefs game. Oh, though. my God. Um, yeah. And wow. there's a lot of reports that they're headed to Kansas City Today, where they're going to be spending, obviously the next few days.
1: So uh, Taylor Swift is permeated.
2: The
0: yeah,
1: that's walls. just yeah. what I'm thinking. Or, is, is, is she exact- a Taylor Swift fan? So
0: she is a Kansas City Chiefs fan. However, she is a massive Taylor Swift fan. She told me that oh she would listen to all of Taylor Swift's albums behind bars. That's what kept her going. Was Taylor's music. So of course she is like hoping to catch a glimpse of Taylor and you know maybe possibly meet her. You never know.
1: I, I have to say something. I have sympathy for Gypsy Rose. I mean, I'm not saying what she did is justified, but she was a kid. Oh,
2: I she, think it possibly is justified. I mean, assuming we believe what she's saying is true, which right. is she suffered all this, and there's a lot of evidence that she did. You, She was just a kid and she lashed out, and in a way, obviously in a horrific way, but I think you have to have tremendous
1: sympathy for her. I really do. Yeah. I, and, and you know, I'm a little bit surprised that a jury unanimously convicted her. Yeah. The more I think about this case, the more I think, gosh, if you put anybody in her shoes and she had to endure what she endured, faking cancer, being tied down, all of the things that happened to her as a kid, the rage that would just naturally build up in you would almost be overpowering. And again, you know, uh, there's something in the law called jury nullification that even if, the elements of a crime is met. Sometimes jurors just don't have the stomach right. to pull the lever.
2: Yeah, uh, I'm a little but surprised. Had, so, so we have sympathy for her and, and sort of maybe makes the crime justifiable. But what about now? What about reaping the financial reward for it after the fact by doing the documentaries? I mean, you can say she's speaking her truth and she has every right to do that. By the way, I have no
1: problem with that. Neither do I. I have no problem with it because I, I had sympathy from her from the get-go. Right, And so I have absolutely zero problem Um, that this woman could cash in after being tortured by her mom, imprisoned for seven years. I get the whole thing, but I also get from her perspective. Yeah.
0: By the way, quick update. Um, I just found out Ryan and Gypsy actually met because they were exchanging letters behind bars. So they hadn't met, didn't know each other, but met through the written word.
3: Hey, it's Frankie from the Canadian Rockies. Gypsy Rose, you know, 23 years old when this happened, and all I hope is that she got some help for what she went through, and let, let that be her healing spot after everything that's happened.
1: I, I gotta tell you, it's great to say, hope she, had, she got help, this damages somebody for life. It just does. It, it, there is no way that you just say, okay, I can close the chapter on this, I can move on with right. therapy. Right. That stays with you for the rest of your life. It just yeah. does. Okay, uh, we are going to move on to happier news. Um, although the fact that Gypsy got out is... That's happy news. That's right. Potentially, yeah. uh, Ariana Grande, it turns out, uh, her relationship with Ethan Slater, it is serious. Um, and it is serious because the two of them are living under the same roof, we found out. They are living together in New York City, and it's a big deal. So you know that they met on the set of Wicked. Right. And um, you know everybody was kind of puzzled by
2: it. Why are we puzzled? We're puzzled because she is such a glamorous pop star, and he is a maybe not quite as glamorous stage actor, but they met doing what they both love, which is being on the stage together, and it seems like despite all the doubters and all the naysayers, they are a really
4: happy, committed couple that's maybe in it for the long term. And guys, we know uh, actually Ariana has to go back to England to continue finishing Wicked um, in the next year. So it's unclear at this point if Ethan will go with her. But we do know that they have that crash landing pad back in New York City that they can hang out at together.
1: Yeah, and by the way, going back to England, finishing Wicked, we're told that she just has a little bit more to do. The movie was almost done before the actors' strike happened. So even if she goes and he doesn't, but his wrapped,
2: right? In his- I'm not now, sure.
1: I, all I know is he's got commitments in New York right. for lot. so I don't think he's going to go back. But if she's there, it's just going to be for a short period of time. She comes back, but we are told from everybody, not only you know, are they living together? They they maintain separate places still. They still have their own places, but they are living together. My guess is it's her house. Right. But um, they why do you are, guess that? Because my guess is because she is a multi, 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 <laughs> multi, right, multi millionaire. Right, right. And I'm guessing her house is nicer, it is nicer, than, nicer his. than his. Nicer than yes. So that's why. Yeah. But, um, I, you know, I, we're told that, you know, one of the reasons we haven't gotten a lot of pictures of them out, we got them out uh, with her going to the play uh, a couple of days ago, that picture. But we haven't gotten really many pictures of them out. We're told that they are just very chill together, they like the the company of each other. They're not spending a lot of time, you know, going out to restaurants, running around New York. They're spending it alone together in their home. And it just kind of underscores, this is a super serious relationship. And this
4: isn't uncommon for Ariana. In the past, with her past boyfriends, she's moved in rather quickly with them. Dalton Gomez and her moved in. They bought that like $13 million home in the Hollywood Hills and they were in there Soon after dating, so she kind of moves fast with the moving in process. Like we've said, these guys haven't been dating for that long. It's been less than a year. So the fact they're already moving in together is uh, shows how serious it is.
0: Hi, I'm Jane, calling in from New York. Honestly, I think Ariana's a theater kid at heart, and that's why I think her and Ethan's relationship actually works really well. I mean, like you said, this is sort of a trend for her, so who knows if it will last. Honestly, like they do look a little bit sickly in that photo. I don't really know what's going on with them, but either way, sickly. What do you mean sickly? She
2: looks fantastic.
0: See that? Look at that photo. Zoom in. They're both. Zoom in on space. They're both
2: very small people. I think that's what you're picking up on. But mm-hmm. I think they're naturally small. I don't
0: know something about that lighting.
3: It's super pale. <laughs> oh, my oh my god! My <laughs> god.
1: Harsh <laughs> crowd today. Wow. Cardi B, uh, you know, um, has said she is done, done, dunzo with Offset, uh, that she is moving on from that relationship. It sounds like they're headed for divorce. She said it's over. Uh, but they spend time together during Christmas. With a family, and now the question, were they doing it for the kids, or is she taking him back the way she has in the past?
2: Right. We've seen this a few times now, right? They've had these big blow-ups. They've had these social media wars they fought, only to be taken up back again. She has assigned that to everything, but she just loves him. He's the father of
1: her children, and she says the sex is unbelievable, which is something she's talked about. She has indeed. So there was a meme that was posted uh, after Christmas suggesting that she may have taken him back. So here's what it looked like.
3: You just made that up. No, I did not. Someone posted and they were like, oh, you know, Cardi B and Offset are back together because I saw them at the Travis Scott concert. Someone uh, replied with a meme from Love & Hip Hop saying, you're making this up, which Cardi B then responded by liking the post, which insinuates, you're making this up, I'm not back with him. Just because we spent Christmas Day and the day after together with our kids does not mean that I'm taking him back as a husband. Plain and simple.
1: It sounds like she's holding firm that this was for the kids, But she has not filed for divorce, just FYI. And she had before, uh, not this time, so she may... But so far, no filing, right?
3: Right, no filing. But she did say, you know, back uh, earlier in December that they had been separated for for a, a, a while. Like, it was, this wasn't a new separation. So that makes it even more like, okay, duh, they were together for the kids. She's kind of get, been over him. I think the birthday situation, there was an incident that triggered her. But I do think that Cardi B had already been on the road to recovery from and getting over him. So it makes it easier to be able to spend the holidays together with your, uh, your co-parent, the person you have to raise these children with you want to make everything good for the kids but that does not mean I'm taking you back just the night before she was hanging out with them she was in the club basically dissing him by singing a sexy red song so I don't I think she's good
1: there's one missing element here and that is when Cardi did this last time offset begged her to come back and remember there was one time when this happened there have been enough times I don't I can't remember each one but remember when he delivered flowers on stage when she was right. performing that he just it was a full court press to get her back. I haven't seen it this time. Do you
3: remember what happened after that, too? Like, Cardi was very upset. She was, upset. Pissed. She was, she was pissed. pissed. She fired her whole team, as yeah. a matter of fact. No, no, she, she was said, pissed. Why did you even let him get up here?
1: But that's not my point. My, that's not my point. Your my point, point
3: is that she, that he's not doing it, and she and she's I right. think he's over it. The, the the relationship has run its course, and I think she's accepted that, which means she can go and hang out with him or spend a holiday with him the day after with the kids. There's no feelings there.
2: Given their track record, how can you fault people for speculating that they might be getting back together well, when they're but, seen together? Because,
1: that, because of what... Uh, I, what I'm saying, which is yeah. that the difference is offsets now. not trying to get her back at least at least publicly right. the way he always has in the past.
3: Harvey, you're right. People online have literally been saying like, oh, he just clearly does not care anymore. Like he doesn't care to get her back. He doesn't care to, to show or to go above and beyond to, to say, I need her in my life or you know, I need to get, even the the subliminal tweet that when they were arguing, he basically saying, I don't need you. Like I got here without you. I can still be successful without you. He just doesn't care. He was not subliminally tweeting her or posting things on his Instagram stories that could be taken as a shot, but now he is. So things are just different now. Hi, I'm Angie from Queens, New York. I think this time Cardi B is serious about the breakup. I don't think she's been happy in a marriage for some time now. And a happy and fulfilled mom is leads to happy and fulfilled kids. And I support that.
1: Well, it sounds like that's where it's heading. Um, okay, we are going to move on. This is the craziest video. So, um, look, I mean, this is a record-breaking week for air travel. Um, it, it has just been, um, you know, not only pre-pandemic, but there are more people flying um, this holiday season than ever before. before. Yeah. And um, there have been a lot of delays. There have been weather delays, not as bad as last year, but there have been delays. And a lot of them were weather related. So there were two guys who were in North Carolina at the airport waiting for an American Airlines jet to take off and take them back to Florida. The plane was delayed. Um, I think it was because of weather. These are the two guys that you just saw, and they apparently had two dogs at home that one of them felt we need to get to our dogs, and this delay is really bothering us. Here's what happened in the terminal.
5: Because you're
4: not going to make your girls. I'm Remember girls. You,
2: don't, you don't, care don't care about the girls? Hello, everybody. Justin, American
4: Airlines, over. All right, here we go. Dustin. Okay, well, here. I'm, I'm not kidding you. Don't talk oh, anymore. You don't care about girls? So I want to tell you about my Shelby, Shelby and Dolly. Shelby and Dolly. Shelby and Dolly. we're gonna do it. I'm just trying to get home to the girls. We're gonna leave a really... Look, look, I have my, my paper dolls. away. not away. Oh, bitch.
1: Okay. That was unnecessary.
5: I mean, uh, I, they, they, they turned on the poor woman I in the know. wheelchair at the last minute. I don't want to make assumptions here, but I, it seems like drinking might've been involved at it the airport. Feels feels that that way. Right. He slurred his words a little bit. And, uh, you know, what are the dogs names? Shelly and Shelby, Dolly. Shelby no, and Dolly. They're the, two female dogs
1: that they want to get home to. And they're, Oh, 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 did you just see that woman in the wheelchair has a dog? Maybe that triggered him. Did you
5: see that? There was just a pan... Did you yeah, see? there's de- the woman definitely had a dog yeah. as well. I think at first one see, of the guys, I don't know if it's Dustin or Anthony, kind of tried to apologize for their behavior to the woman. And she said something back to them, and that just obviously she said go it.
2: away. Well, if she has the dog, that makes sense. He would have turned to her, said, trying to appeal to her. You know, you
5: have a dog too right. here. See? Do you see my pain? And she says, shame on you, back to him. Go away. And, that's, and that sets him off. So, I think sh- I think Shelby and Dolly hope these two never make it
1: home. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, Shelby and Dolly are going to be like, oh God, what did you do now?
2: <laughs> so when it's screaming, remember the do- girls, remember the girls, that's just the d- two dogs. There's like, the they the not daughters
1: at home. These no, they're the, the two, two dogs. dogs, yeah.
2: Who are apparently with the dog walker, whomever.
1: You finish the sentence yeah. alone, I'm not.
3: <laughs> hey, how y'all doing out of there? It's uh, X-Man Stay Lit out of Charlotte, North Carolina. It's funny that this happened 15 minutes from where I stay at the airport. It's crazy, hilarious. Like these people are raging for
1: no reason. Then where, why did the woman with the dog catch the friendly fire? Why she catching? it? <laughs> <laughs> it <laughs> was like, yo, you got a dog, you the one we coming after. You the reason why Shelby and all them had this problem. <laughs> okay, well that was entertaining. <laughs> this is a crazy story. But a couple of years ago, Uh, at the Tesla manufacturing plant in Austin. Um, There were three robots they were working on that are on the assembly line. Um, They disabled two of them uh, at a point, but didn't disable the third. Short story, um, the third one clawed and injured one of the workers who came in and had disabled some of the safety features on the robot. And that robot then clawed the guy drawing blood. And um, there are a lot of people who are saying this robot
5: attacked.
1: Elon Musk is furious and says this was user error, it was a mistake and all, but this has now developed a life of its own. And it really does raise a lot of issues of what's going on with these robots and how safe they are. So um, it is um, appropriate, I think, to bring in an expert. His name is Dr. John Gibbs. He is a professor who specializes in this at the University of Georgia, and he has a YouTube channel, Dr. Know-It-All, and he is joining us right now. Uh, John, welcome to TMZ Live. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate being on with you guys. So what's the deal here? I mean, Elon's saying it's user error, but how on earth does a robot like this claw and draw blood on somebody?
6: Right. So I think the problem is that the headline is ATTACK, and it's in all caps. I actually just looked at the original uh, article. And if you're you're an attorney, so you know you have to have agency and intent to attack. And as far as we know, there are no robots, and certainly no robots in 2021 that had any agency. So we're looking at something that is an unfortunate accident, not an attack. Uh, you know, it, it it would be like if I was working in the kitchen with you and you turned around and I turned around at the same time and we conked heads or something. That's an accident. That's not you know, nobody has ill will in that case. So it seems like it was an unfortunate accident. It seems like the engineer and I, please understand, I'm going off public information here. So I don't have anything, you know, secret or privy to secret information. I'm going off the same articles that but you how, all are reading. How does a
2: multi-ton robot Get in proximity to a human being and right. actually is capable of physically injuring the person to the point that it has, that it draws blood, you would think there'd be every safety mechanism ima- imaginable to assume right. that doesn't happen. Right.
6: right. Yeah, I've had the, I've had the privilege of actually touring the text Tesla, Tesla Gigafactory in Texas three times now, which is very cool. And let me tell you, they are extremely safe as yeah. And there's a picture right there. So you can see that there are uh, you know, there's like a wireframe cage around anything where a robot is moving. And not only do they have the cage, they have a door, of course, to get into it. And if the door is opened, that disables the robot. If there, there are light sensors and other types of sensors, including, I believe some places have pressure sensors and all sorts of stuff. So there's layers of security to make sure that a human being cannot enter into a cage while the robot is working. And if the human does enter that territory, the robot will come to a stop instantly. I mean, it's like even if the arm is moving or something, it'll be like, and it just stops. So there are multiple safety systems involved in this. And clearly what happened in this case, well, I <laughs> speculatively, because again, i I haven't interviewed the people, so I want to be very careful here, but speculatively what happened, at least from the evidence we have, is that this engineer was doing some software update or something and disabled these security systems, these, these fail-safes, and that was likely what led to the accident. And again, unfortunate accident, not an attack. So it's it's very important to be clear about that. And it's unfortunate that the headlines have said attack. Okay, so that's-,
1: so that's clear now. So right now that we got you I got to ask you the question I'm obsessed about so okay. um, the prelude to it is Tesla has just rolled out uh, a very sophisticated robot um, it's five right. foot 11 it has a lot of human features to it as you can see and it can do a right. lot I mean right. it runs it can you know it 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 moves the way humans move um, it is the digital the, dexterity is incredible it's really, really amazing right. So my question to you is this, is it not just a matter of time that robots become more than just robotic, that they can process information and then react independent of human commands? What I'm getting at is, could robots eventually
6: develop minds of their own? So yeah, that's. I think that the the short answer, of course, is yes. But the question is, how much time is that going to take? Well, so, will I, I be it, alive? Is what I want to know. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I think so. You take care of yourself. You'll probably be alive. For this. <laughs> I don't think it's going to take that long. I think it is important, though, with with the Tesla Bot or Optimus or whatever you want to call this robot, that this one is being developed, and it's a technical term called a cobot, which is. A, a coworker, right? It's it, This is designed Jeez. not to sit inside of a, of a cage, but to be able to interact with human beings. Like I said, in that kitchen example, you could be working with a robot who's doing a fry cook thing and you're working as a waiter. That that's the kind of situation. So you can wow. see this robot is designed very differently than industrial robots. It's got a much more soft things, you know. It's it's got these um the pads on the arms to keep it from pinching if, if you, you know, if if you get your hand inside there or something like that. So it's designed in a very different way. As far as the brains are concerned, that's one of the areas where I, I have to say, see the generation two of TeslaBot really shows amazingly how far Tesla has come in terms of the hardware. Their big advantage has always been their software, though. And they actually have some amazing software that's going on inside this. Now, it is not... You know, it it doesn't have consciousness of what it's doing right now, but I don't know if either of you have ever driven like Tesla with their full self-driving, but it's that sort of sense that the, you know, the car, if you do full self-driving, the car really does understand what's going on around it. It's pretty remarkable. And they've transplanted that brain out of the car into this robot. Oh my God. Okay. This, this honestly blows my mind. We love having you on.
1: Um, John, thank you so much for the time.
6: Thank you. I really appreciate being on. Have a great
1: day. That was fun. That was, wow. That's really Terrifies you, huh? Well, I mean, I, not really. No. Not really. It really doesn't. I'll he, be gone. it terrify you a little just bit. just always pull the plug, and then it...
2: a robot can cook. Yeah. Well, I was watching it. It can pick up an egg, and it can put it down on a soft surface. I haven't seen it crack an egg and uh, yet. I want, I want to see
1: that happen. It is better, better. Um, oh, are you just looking for better a chef? Co- <laughs> I was just going to say better cook <laughs> than in your family. Yeah. Uh, OK, we're taking a break. When we come back, Nikki Haley really stepped in it. How do you talk about what caused the Civil War without using the word slavery? She somehow managed to do that, and we will let you hear when we come back. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back Welcome back to TMZ Live. Harvey and Jason here. Nikki Haley spoke uh, to voters in New Hampshire where the, uh, the primary looms. Uh, and um, this is just really crazy um, that um, she either was not thinking about her history lessons in high school or she was trying to avoid something or just forgot. But listen to the question uh, and then listen to her answer, and the one word that is shockingly missing. What was the cause of the United States Civil War?
4: I think the cause of the Civil War was basically how government was going to run, the freedoms and what people could and couldn't do. What do you think the cause of the Civil War was? I'm not
1: running the president. I, 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 I want to see your good thing on the cause of the Civil War.
4: I mean I think it always comes down to the role of government and what the rights of the people are and we I will always stand by the fact that I think government was intended to secure the rights and freedoms of the people it was never meant to be all things to all people thank you and then in the year 2023 it's astonishing to me
1: that you answer that question without mentioning the word slavery
4: what do you want me to say about slavery no um, uh, you answered my question thank
3: you
2: Wow, wow. Th- this this is staggering. I have to say, this is sort of the year of fumbling very easy questions because the direct response to what is the cause of the U.S. Civil War Blavery. is slavery. There's a Simpsons joke about this where Apu is taking a, a citizenship test and he gives a long-winded explanation about the Civil War and then they just say, just say slavery. I mean, it's a very obvious question. It sort of reminds me a little bit about what happened in Congress with the the, uh, uh, the presidents
1: of the universities who couldn't just answer a very simple direct question. Well, you know what really is is, is a little stunning to me? um which is she's talking about personal freedoms and government shouldn't interfere and I'm not suggesting this of her but that's the confederacy argument
2: well, well but but here's the thing she 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 just fumbled. She was caught flat-footed by the simplest possible question. Because She she tried to throw back on the guy who asked the question. And when he said you didn't mention slavery... She doesn't even own that. She didn't own it. it. She, did, she deflected right. it. And do, do, do you guys think she's maybe a little bit, not dog-whistling necessarily, but trying to avoid that topic for her, for her base to not alienate you, them? That's by what by I was thinking. Are. Well, hold on. If you have to avoid slavery as a topic in order to appeal to your base, there's something very, very wrong. Oh, now my question is, do you? If you're telling me that slavery is now a debatable issue, How are y- we
1: really at that point? This woman was; she was our United Nations ambassador. She was governor. She is very smart. She's very smart. So yeah, I, and 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 not only that is that even if she didn't mention it in the first go around, the guy said you didn't mention slavery, and she didn't embrace that.
2: Look, she's a South Carolina senator. She is at the heart of the Confederacy. She has got to know these. They've got to be at the top of her head. And by but the there's way, some
1: reason she'd... Look, yeah, she, she, yeah. she tried to clarify today.
2: She did. She came out this morning and she said that, look, of course the Civil War was about slavery, but then she tried again to just roll slavery into the larger cause of personal freedom that she mentioned in her first answer. But why? Why, why talk about just, personal yeah.
1: freedom it was about slavery. Well, Well, look, well, well a yeah. lot of the answer is, is
2: often people say it's about states' rights, which has always been seen as a euphemism for avoiding the issue that
1: the Civil War was about well, abolishing slavery. But that's, slavery. W- but that's so why I'm saying sea- it's a Confederacy argument.
2: Yeah, it seemed sort of professorial and removed from the real issue in an, in an attempt to not get into the, the racial politics of the Civil War for some reason.
1: But why? It's like this is an easy one, right? It's a lob to say, yeah, the, the so cause was slavery. If
2: I, if I hear where you're going, you really do believe this was a purposeful avoidance of the topic of slavery in order to appeal, whether rightly
1: or wrongly, to and, who she and, feels is the voters. And the should. reason I say it is because she is so smart. Yeah. And... And and and, and it's historically grounded, and this is such an easy one, and when the guy says slavery, she still wouldn't do it. There's something behind it. And I'm not saying she's—believe me, I am not saying she is pro-slavery. No, no, no. I'm not in yeah. any way saying that, and I don't believe that. But there's something about her appeal— that what, caused her not What to, about
2: the fact that she kind of came out and said, you know, it's a democratic plant in the audience who asked me the question.
1: That's, that's ridiculous because if it's a democratic plant, it's an easy question. That should be, okay, Democrat asked me the question, I'll hit that one out of the park. Right. I, I, it's like a democratic plant would ask a tough question. That's an easy one. I don't get it.
4: Hey guys, Justin Willhide here, uh, originally from California, I'm living in Florida. And uh, who among us, hasn't been running for president and failed a civics test. I mean, come on. Last week, she had a gaffe as well. And so she's been having some issues.
1: It's, it's nuts. This happens. And then the leading candidate comes out and says, I never even read Mein Kampf. It's like, where are this, we This is here? where the debate is being held. Where right? are yeah, right, we right, right now? This is nuts. Um, okay. We, we gotta, we're going to move on. Um, Scott Disick. Um, has gone back to where he came from, which is an old girlfriend. Um, And there are pictures we got of Scott with, um, her name is Chloe, and they were together um, years ago. They were
2: together pre-Courtney. Pre-Courtney. And now, obviously, the relationship with Courtney has run its course. She has moved on to Travis Barker. He is seemingly going back to from where he came.
0: Yeah, you guys. So they were actually in St. Bart's together on a vacation, looking kind of romantic and kind of like you said. Um, They dated before Courtney um, back in 2006. And then we saw them together when Courtney and Scott were on the rocks again around 2015. And now here we are at the end of 2023. They're back together. Um, So this is somebody that's been kind of like a constant girlfriend in his life. Um, And I think a lot of people have been worrying about Scott ever since she moved on to Travis Barker. A lot of people were like, oh, my gosh, Scott must be so hurt because he's he tried to propose in the past. Obviously, he's had his struggles, but. That's not working out with Courtney, so here he is back with Chloe, which could be a good thing for him.
3: Hi, this is Bali from Dallas, and I'm a little on the fence about it because I'm so used to seeing him with Courtney. So I think for a lot of fans, it was kind of a shock to see him with this girl again. I think we've seen her in the past when they had that breakup the last time. So I don't know. I'm actually excited to see him moving forward, but I'm kind of sad he's kind of moving backwards at the same time.
1: Share was critical of Britney Spears' conservatorship and felt Britney was mistreated, uh, that her father did a bad job, and she was vocal about it. Uh, Cher has now filed uh, to put her son, or at least her son's estate, under a conservatorship, which is interesting in itself. Um, And she wants to do it because she says that her son is in the grips of a terrible substance abuse addiction and that he cannot handle his finances and the money he's been getting from his father, his late father, Greg Allman, uh, who is Cher's former husband, uh, is being squandered on drugs and she wants to control that money because he can't. This is a really sad situation here because she is saying that he is squandering out all of his
2: father's uh, inheritance that, that that he had gotten her son Elijah. Which apparently is
1: being doled out.
2: Doled out yeah. over time. But she says it's all going to drugs. It's being squandered. And she therefore feels that she has no choice but to step in, which does draw the parallel to Britney Spears. It of does. Course. It yeah.
1: absolutely does. And uh, the the circumstances are not really dissimilar between Britney and Elijah in the sense that Brittany was having some significant issues. Uh, There are a lot of people who say it involved some substances, although it also obviously involved mental health. Um, But Cher is gone to court. We don't know uh, what the judge is going to do. Um, But this apparently has been going on for quite some time. Well, yeah,
5: there's also, you know, some family drama in this because Elijah has an estranged wife who uh, share kind of attacks in in these documents and essentially says this estranged wife is blocking, you know, her from helping him get help for substance abuse, mental health, all that stuff. And you remember, I think it was a couple months ago or, or Maybe earlier on in the year, but this woman, the estranged wife, accused Cher of like kidnapping Elijah and forcing him into rehab. But Cher had to come out after and deny that any of that even happened.
1: You know, what the umbrella to this is that when somebody is in the throes of addiction um, and they can't handle their own finances or their own personal well being or the well being of others they're in charge with. Um, This is the point of a conservatorship, is you go to court and you say, look, this person is in danger, this person is gonna lose everything, this person could endanger themselves. She is not asking for a conservatorship over his person, Person, but over the money, uh, because he's blowing it on drugs. And I guess the idea too is, you cut off the lifeline of getting the drugs and it may help him get clean.
2: Isn't this what the danger is? As we all did through Brittany, of we, unless you know the true details, the true facts of, of making these judgments, they should or shouldn't be in the conservatorship. Like we, we, Cher and Elijah's former spouse, they they know the details of his life and maybe what's best for him. Although they're they're loggerheads, obviously, so they're going to go to court to get it
1: resolved. Which, by the way, I just want to say one other thing. I mean, I, I get that you know the free Britney movement, wanted to free right. and everything else and all they had, the the two words that were never used in the Free Brittany movement, and it it speaks to your point about Cher and her son, the two words that were never used by the Free Brittany people were mental mental illness, because that's why she was in a conservatorship, and they never mentioned it because they had no idea what it involved. They just loved the concept of freedom and never thought about mental illness, and that should have been part of the discussion. Because two dozen doctors evaluated her and talked about it. But everybody in that movement talked past that issue. And I'm sorry, but that doesn't do her any
4: favors. Enam Wilkes, Amarillo, Texas. Addiction has destroyed so many lives. Shares coming across as a mother desperate to protect her son.
1: Haley Seinfeld. Uh, was dating Josh Allen from the Buffalo Bills. We know that, but it seemed like they had broken up because we hadn't seen them together in a while. Well, guess what? The plot has thickened and there are answers and it turns out they are not broken up. Well, yeah,
6: it doesn't appear that way. Uh, we got pictures of Haley Steinfeld out at LAX airport just a few minutes after Josh Allen had beaten the Chargers at SoFi Stadium here in LA. And not only was she at LAX, but she was going to Buffalo, uh, which all kind of spelled out that, of course, they're still dating. We've later learned that she was actually at the game sitting in the stands. She was wearing some bills gear. Obviously, she threw on a black hoodie and a mask so people wouldn't recognize her on the plane home. But yeah, it's it appears clear from these photos and these images that they are, in fact, still dating.
2: Far more importantly, she is bringing good luck to the Buffalo Bills, who are on a winning streak,
6: whereas... Oh, don't, 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 don't. Come don't.
2: on. <laughs> come on. We've got to mention
1: it, it's right? It's true. The Chiefs have sucked the last uh, a game or two.
3: Hi, Sugar girl Linella L.S., aka Miss Babs, from Oakland. And my take on this with you guys, I'm not even a fan of the team, but the whole relationship, maybe they have been trying to stay out of the public eye so that they can keep their relationship, you know, going without everyone always in their business. Cause stuff like, like when people are always in your business, it kind of like is doomed, it's, it's gonna fail.
1: Not necessarily.
2: Yeah, but it's a lot of pressure, right? When people are up in your business, uh, you know, cameras I,
1: on you. I, I suppose, but uh, I mean, you know, there've been plenty of happily married people who are both big stars, right? I mean, no. I can't. Uh, Okay, guess what? This is the last one of the year of 2023. We are ready, folks, for the finale of Tim's Rejects. It's
4: going to be a big finale here. So when you go skydiving... You usually don't have You can to, stop it when you go sky, skydiving. Yeah, right. <laughs> you usually don't have to deal with weather elements. So this is actually pretty cool. This guy decided to go skydiving above the clouds and when he jumps What is he in orange? And, and he's wearing a helmet. Oh, so okay. uh, he ends up going through a rain oh cloud. God and he's skydiving oh all the way through the cloud and he has to go all the way through until he gets. Th- I gotta say, that is so cool. Because usually you don't see skydivers go above the clouds. Tim, does the chute open, please? No, it, it eventually does. You don't see it on this video, but I know for a fact it does open. So how do you know that for a fact? Because he has posted other videos Oh, since that's a good that reason. Jump, fair so point. What a terrible pitch this would be if it ended up splats <laughs> into the ground. Oh, you yeah. would yeah. trust me, trust me. <laughs> Next one. All right, so how would you guys rate your balancing skills on your head, balancing anything on your head. Pretty poor. Okay, so I'm guessing you guys wouldn't be like this guy. This guy has 370 glasses that he balances on the top of his head. Get out, uh, get out. So he's doing a little dance there. He's, uh, you know, kind of keeping the balance there. It's pretty impressive, I think. Oh, 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 that's that's what I wanted to see. That's what I I I wanted to see. It eventually falls, but uh, for a few seconds there, he had it, so. okay. Uh, last go. one last uh, one of 2023. All right. So there are many This better be good. Okay. I think you'll like it There are many ways to drift down the river, you know kayak log Whatever it may be. I think this might be the coolest maybe the most dangerous But this guy is using a piece of ice that is frozen cruising down the uh, the river there So oh, pretty cool it, okay, kind of ice surfing. I guess
6: it's yeah, actually ice. kind of cool.
4: Yeah I mean next it, time you're in the river Maybe, I don't know. Well, unfortunately, that was a terrible ending, but (laughs) thank Tim.
1: Ah, boy, that was a dud. He's a cult hero, though, isn't he? (laughs) Anybody who's anybody, they say, and that's the way they say, um, is in St. Bart's right now. It's very hoity-toity. So, no surprise J-Lo is there. The surprise... And I know we've seen her a lot, and she's in incredible shape. But i got to say, this picture in particular, it's like, this woman is, I think, 54? Yeah. She looks in her 20s. I don't understand it. With, what, two kids? Uh, she looks better than ever.
2: I, we keep, Every time I see her, we say she looks better than ever. And we know her rec- workout regimen is
1: second to none. She's hours in the gym. And look, look at the results right there. Well, there are a lot of people hours in the gym that aren't JLo. Okay, guys, we'll see you tomorrow. Um, And then uh, that'll be uh, wrapping up for us for 2023. Wow. Happy New Year. Unfortunately, we don't look any younger. We will see you then. See you tomorrow.